Hey everyone, welcome to Founders 365 with me, Stephen Haggerty. Today, I'm joined by business coach, Jane Clare. How are you today, Jane? I'm absolutely wonderful, Stephen. Thank you very, very much for inviting me along. How awesome. Thank you for coming on. And uh, I mean, you're wonderful because let's face it, you're living life in the south of France. It's pretty, pretty special. It's a hard life. It's a hard life. It's super tough. And obviously the weather at the moment and yeah. the sea and the fresh yeah. air and yeah. the mountains. It, it's, yeah. you know, I'm coping there. I'm coping. For all those people that are listening to this and they're in central London, stuck in a flat with no balcony. Oh. I really do think they probably hate you right now. Um, and probably rightly so. But Fair I enough. do remember being stuck in London with very little outside space. And I did something about it. Oh, strong words. Straight off the bat. I know. You've hit hit the ball. You've hit (laughs) someone right. Um, But Jane, listen, I do appreciate you coming on. Uh, Before we get started and get into the flow of things, give me a little bit of information about yourself, what you do and uh, how you got to where you are today. Okay. Um, I won't be too boring, hopefully. Um, (laughs) My name's Jane. I'm 54. I live in the south of France. Uh, I've been business coaching. My version is business in life coaching because the two go together. I've been doing that now for nearly five years. Uh, Before that, I lived in Dubai for six years. Uh, I'm an interior designer for 20 years, a luxury high-end residential, which I just adored, um, but decided it was time for a change. And I got seriously, seriously credit crunched, just like everybody else did. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I went to Dubai. And before that, I was in the UK which is awesome too. Amazing. We, me and you have been in the coaching space for about the same amount of time then. Okay, about cool. That's years. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which automatically makes me go, what started your coaching journey off? It, for me, it was a very natural progression mm-hmm. to what I'd already been doing for 20-odd years because I'm much older than you are. Um, and I'd always coached or mentored staff, friends i was the go-to friend yeah and um, i'm quite good at making you know complicated things get really simple and let's take some action and so when i was considering leaving dubai changing career i just thought well what are you going to do jane and then it was lit i literally had a light bulb moment i mean i really did um and i went why didn't I ever think of that before? And it made sense of all the years before. So that that's, you know, that's why I started. And never look back. No, absolutely adore it. Yeah. Did you go down the training route or you, because coaching is one of those fields where it's completely un, unregulated. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Bloggs could wake up tomorrow and be like, hey, I'm a life coach or I'm a business coach. Yeah, exactly. I think um, I did it both ways, if you like. I knew I wanted to get training. I spent thousands on training, thousands on having my own coach to take you through the progressive stages. Um, And But I'd got all that experience. Yeah, exactly. And that, I think, makes it... The training just... Put, put the pieces together in a structured yeah. format, I guess. And you, I look back now at the first training and none of it is actually very relevant <laughs> um, or, meaning, or meaningful, by the way. But no, there's no barriers to entry yeah. with our industry. So there tends to be a mix 
top oh, yeah. levels. Um, and yeah. You, I see a lot of coaches that come in and six months later, funny enough, they're not doing it anymore. Well, there's some horrific statistic that 96% of coaches don't make it. And I sort of get that. Yeah, I think because, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, I think so, because they don't see all the hard work that's needed. And mm. um, we know yeah, that back-end work is huge. Yeah. It's also, the I think what people don't realise is the, the energy side of it. Because when you're there coaching someone, being in that space, holding that space, and you're doing that maybe three, four, five, six times a day, you know, depending on how your setup is. Yeah. That is it, like exhausting. The, the energy is huge because otherwise, yeah. for me, if I'm not congruent, if I'm not giving it my all mm-hmm. and I'm not on the right kind of wavelength, yeah. um, then I'm not serving and looking exactly. after my clients properly. Exactly. But that you needs... Can, wonder, you know, hopefully you can't hear my dog barking in the background. Well, maybe you can. You can. Oh, you can. Yes, oh, it's, it's cute. It's, it's real. It's, he's, it's he's a cute little puggle that uh, thinks oh. he owns the world. Uh, I want a dog. I want a little oh, you should. white one. South yeah. of France. Oh, yeah. If you live in South France, you need a little white dog. Yeah, but it's like a chitsy type, not too yeah. tiny, tiny. And then you I need the what... handbag to put the dog in. Yeah, so it needs. Well, I've, 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 I'm a bit of a handbag queen. There so, um, yeah, I've had handbags longer than I ever had husbands. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that should be the easy You're bit. Set. You're set. That should be yeah. the title, shouldn't it? Jane, Jane Claire. Has more handbags longer than she has husbands. Definitely, definitely. That would get some good clicks. That's great clickbait title. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to use that. Yeah, use it. Use it. That can be like your thing. Your, your can I tag you in it, and then everybody yeah, yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's it's when you it's when you start seeing more and more handbags come up and uh, more and more husbands. That's when you've got a you've got an issue. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm just going to stick to handbags for a while. Yeah, it's probably I'm cheaper too- as well. Well, I have to say, cost me. They both cost me a fortune. Um, so, yeah, it, handbags are cheaper. Um, they last a lot longer. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's cool. Exactly. So, Jane, let's bring this back into the first, today. When you're working with clients, how how do you like to work with clients? Because coaches work in so so many different ways. Um, speak, talk to me through about like what sort of clients you work with and and how you get to get them the results that they want. Okay, um, I'm very very structured. Sorry, I might come across as a bit giggly and jolly, but I'm a, you know, a good business head. So I'm very structured and I work mainly with consultants, service providers, creatives um, mm-hmm. who want to build their business online, which a lot of people who were a bit like uh-uh, about it now go, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. sort of interested for obvious reasons, because how service providers offer themselves out there on whatever social media platform they choose is very different mm. than if you're selling a widget or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. It is very much about your brand and your offer and your niche. It's a yucky word, but w- once you've nailed it, then that's that's huge. So my sessions are, they're, they're not the usual sort of 50 minutes um, because I, I think, you know, you, you've got to get an awful lot more value into that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and the results then come. Yeah. Also makes you not a, um, like a tick spot, tick boxing exercise. I feel like a lot of people, they see other people working with a coach. So they go, Hey, I'm going to hire a coach and I'm going to do one session. And Hey, then I can say I've been coached. Yeah. When well, it uh, never uh, works like that. 
I don't even do single sessions. No, I, because I don't it, even offer it's it. a bit of an insult. I mean, I do free calls. You know, yeah. you, you can get you can have one of those, but we're not going to call it a session. Exactly. Uh, and I think you know, it's I'm very choosy about who I work with because mm. I can be, and it means that I want somebody who will take action and prepared to do all the research and do the work and stay focused and stay truly accountable because. Yeah. Like you said earlier, the work we put into our sessions and our clients is huge, mm. and it should be. But I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, coaching-wise, who literally go tick, 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 and just read off a form. Oh, yeah. Ask the questions, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. And, and, and if this happened, what would then happen? And how like, would that make you feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? Yes. And, yes, yes. and then what? And then what? Mm. Um so you you obviously enjoy coaching you're, you're obviously someone that's super passionate about it which i love to see yeah for you yourself you mentioned that obviously you you've worked with coaches before and you've and do you have a coach at the moment i do how important for you is it to maintain that self-personal development that self-learning that self-discovery I think like all coaches, they come in different shapes, sizes and packages for different needs. Mm. And as we evolve as people and professionals, those needs change. My current coach is, I'll say, probably more of a social media whiz kid mm -hmm. um, because I needed help with that. Because, I mean, you know, let's face it, the algorithms are changing every minute. Um, so, And you need to be abreast of all of that. You've got to be to be online. Um, but I'm now also looking and be taking on um, uh, a new coach. Uh, and that's a whole different level of yeah. um, coaching intelligence, which I'm really excited about. And I think we've to, to look after yourself mm. and the, the others that we work with, we've got to stay ahead, fresh. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you, Stephen, but you know, remember somebody not so long ago mentioning the word comfort zone. Mm. And I was like, what, what's a comfort zone? <laughs> um, Always pushing I, it. I, yeah, 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 seriously, out, out the scope. I, I like living out the box, yeah. but yeah, and I don't have a comfort zone because I too want to feel challenged and invigorated and mm -hmm. motivated. And I can't wait to be able to then start adding bolt yeah. on, you know, to what I already offer. Amazing. And, and so on the flip side of that, why do you think so many people struggle with the comfort zone, struggle with staying in it, being in it? And I, I, for me, I think it's a huge awareness side of if they're in it, what their comfort zone is. Yeah, I think I think I, I'm not really a great one for labels and names, but comfort do zone. It, label it, name it. Go on. Oh, no, okay. shame it. Um, but. You know, comfort zones for some people are like a security blanket. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're all a big kid at heart. So we still want that security blanket. And they haven't probably got the tools, the support to step out of it. Because friends and family are just that. Yeah. They're friends and family. And they've got their own agenda. And they want you to be safe. So sure. you're encouraged to stay in it. Um, I can remember years ago, my mum, bless her, saying she'd love it if I worked in a bank. <laughs> you don't seem a bank worker type. I'm, I'm not, trust me. And my father wanted me to be a, pri a prison officer. 
Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. On, on a Saturday with an outfit. Um, but I think it's because they wanted me to be safe. Yeah. And Security. Yeah, you know, indexing pension. Yeah. All that kind of thing. You so, have a job for life. Yes. All that jazz. But we know nowadays that literally in a second, the world can change. Yeah. And I think it will keep changing. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is the end, if you like. Exactly. So people do now have to pivot. And if it means that, yes, they think they want to be out of their comfort zone, but do it strategically with a plan. Mm. I wasn't, a, I'm not really a plan girl for me personally. Um, and I've taken big steps, country leaps on my yeah. own um, with a sort of plan, but I don't coach that. <laughs> um, and that's why the likes of, you know, yourself, Stephen, and I, we offer that security. Because mm. I'm sure, you know, honesty, integrity, and coaching, again, variable. But yeah. I don't take anybody on who I can't help. Exactly, yeah. So You're not, uh, again, it comes back to that, not just in the coaching field, but I th- and I think this has shown a lot during the COVID situations, but when business owners are in that desperation stage. Yeah, you know, I've straight at the beginning of this, when you know the government's all said, right, everything's closing, nothing's happening. So many people, their world has been turned upside down in their business, and they've just mm. gone into pure desperation mode. And um, when they're vulnerable, mm. then I'm sorry, there are the two. The mix is is lethal. It's it's super scary. Yeah, and uh, I know two people who've recently invested large. I mean. I mean, horrifically large mm-hmm. uh, into, should we say, certain programs, and um, no, wrong. Yeah, very, very wrong. But for that, then, wrong in what sense? Is it wrong that it's just the wrong program, the wrong, the wrong time, or the fact that they they're not spending the time to actually discover what they need? Because the thing with the programs is, and not just programs in general, but marketing in general, right? Marketing yeah. is sexy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're seeing what you want to be seen. You click what they, they know you're going to click. So people are often moved down that rabbit hole of, oh, this is the thing for me when yeah. it's, it's really not. Well, you know, they probably got started in some kind of click funnel yeah. and then it sort of you know, took them down a process. Um, but at the end of the day, some of the things that we see advertised mm-hmm. or, or told about actually don't deliver. Yeah. And that's where my issue comes in. Mm, If you're spending $30,000, then you you better be able to, you know, tick more than, you know, a couple of boxes. And that's like 30 grand. I think I want to have a retreat in Bali and uh, I'll be with you in the next retreat. Exactly. But it's that. So when we're on that kind of level program, you think, yeah, this is seriously, to me, that isn't an ethical mm. approach. But it, it it comes back to what you really briefly mentioned right at the beginning in terms of making the making the complicated simple. Yes. And I think on the flip side of that, people make the complicated overcomplicated because they feel like, and it's probably some internal belief that they feel like they have to justify what they're selling or, exactly. or justify their service. And I think some people will take 2,000 words whether it be written or verbal, to summarise a point when probably one sentence is adequate. Mm. And throughout all of my career, 
even when I can remember meeting interior design clients for the first time. And I go, look, I can sit here and talk to you for three hours and make it sound really fluffy. But why don't we just go, and they go, okay. And it's the same in coaching because I'm the same. I have the same approach. It breaks a pattern though, doesn't it? Because people almost expect that smoothing of conversation. Well, yes. And interestingly, I posted up some new recommendations um, um, on my website and you know, the, some, some had come through from LinkedIn. And I read the book on mass, which you don't normally do, do you? Because they just like, you know, pop in one or two a week. Yeah. And it was like, straight talking, no bullshit. <laughs> you know, I was like, action focused, keeps it simple. I was like, yeah, my LinkedIn yeah. recommendations sound very similar. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you, you, I want on all social media a little flag that says, look, just does the job. Yeah, yeah. You know, can we just no have that fluff. flag? Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I've got time for fluff. But um, that, and that's the thing, right? For me, the no fluff aspect isn't the fact that I I want to, you know, work with people in a, in a, in a fashion. For me, it comes down to time because there's no need to do 101 things when you could do three things. Well, this myth about multitasking, particularly when you're mm. female. Um, okay, yes, most women have the washing machine on at the same time. So do most guys now, by the way. But yeah. you can't actually function on proper tasks, you know, in a multi-level. Because yeah. you've got a 20-minute transition while your brain readjusts. So why waste the time? Um, and I think, again, let's just keep it really simple. Mm. You know, working online is not rocket science, but it's about being more real with more tangible results sharing that yeah um and you know and then the right people will hear you 100 percent. what have you seen crop up in the last couple of months then you know you mentioned that a lot of people have changed from that mindset of whoa i don't want to be online i don't it scares me we don't the word yeah. we don't need it has come up so much before this mm. no i don't need to be online i don't need to do this but now hey they do need it what have yeah. you seen pop up? Oh, so much. I mean, I was interestingly talking to um, a lovely yoga teacher. Um, he's local uh, last night. And she only now does online sessions. Mm. And she's saying, well, maybe in September, I'll go back to the studio one or two days. Yeah. And she was saying about how she's got some, she would say more mature clients who struggled to even get online. Yeah. But they did. And I do a weekly webinar in my group, and it's all free. And the lovely feedback, and it, we, we, it's supposed to be business-focused, but we've got the in-life element. And each week, the, the number of people varies hugely. Uh, but I was always there. Mm. And I know the people that you see online who've stood up and given more, given value, support, inspiration through this time and that i think has been the difference yeah because you could now you can clearly see who is in it for a buck or genuinely there to help um with, with that side of things do you think people fear giving away too much giving I away think, their the secret sauce i think they do um i, I i'm not really sure why because mm. to be honest we all know, and you're the same, I'm sure, Stephen, whatever we give away has immense amount of value. Yeah. Okay. And we've learned it. But, you know, somebody taught us too. We may have had to pay for it. We may not have done mm -hmm. so. But 
it's how you implement it yeah that then takes on a whole new meaning now i know the stuff that i give which is huge and it always has been um that for some that's fine that's actually all they need yeah but others need you know working through the process uh so i have no issue at all you know i the more i give the better i feel um because it's yeah we've all learned so why not but it, it comes down to that word that i absolutely love implementation because let's face it pretty much everything can be found for free if people want to find it for free they'll find it for free you know google whatever it is um but the difference is is those that may find it for free versus those that may either from you know from joining a free group is still sort of making that commitment to making a a financial commitment or buying Mm. a program or buying a session or buying well interestingly i'm um because i you know i'm i'm just going to launch a program and we 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 relaunch again in september but it's only six percent of all courses this is all courses online whatever are ever finished yeah that's huge or very well low but yeah 94% uh wasn't that the amount of coaches that don't make it or that 96 yeah um (laughs) so there's a lesson there isn't there um but people need to be guided Mm. now that can either be done in a group format or on a one-on-one format yeah um and for the best will in the world but when we started in our initial education process we have deadlines so you've got exams to do yeah you know you've got an essay to get in by a certain date and then we did it and i think that applies still very much to this day and mm. um, that's what it's all about and that's the difference isn't it because people may have support systems in place they may have um you know great friends that they can talk to about business and life but when you when you work with a coach or you're in a group a supportive group like that you're you're being held externally accountable some with someone that doesn't really have much involvement in your life on a day-to-day basis in terms of hey did you get the milk last night to the versus the ones where they when you turn up to a session it's like hey did you speak to that client this week what was the outcome of this what was the outcome of that and it forces people to just think in a different way uh, it challenges people to spread and open up their vision whereas we said before friends and family certainly can't do that mm. to be honest most business colleagues can't do it either yeah either because you, you, they're jealous I think or... people get deaf ears though don't they because they they're people when people are too close they just they just gloss over whatever they say well if you've had a round that morning about what you're going to eat for breakfast <laughs> then it's very difficult then to take on board that, that somebody's got a very rational business concept yeah. that they'd like to discuss um and it's not i think after all my years, the thing about coaching is it's your time. Mm-hmm. It's just you. There's no agenda. So I know that, and you know that when we're coached, that coach is there for us. Yeah. Not for themselves. There's, there's nothing. They just care and are interested genuinely. You know, I'm so, so super curious about what my clients are doing and how they're getting on and, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. I'm like in the week going, how you doing? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> um, and it's great, but because it's their time or it's our time. Yeah. And that is the special part about it. How often 
do we genuinely have that one-on-one -on -one interface yeah. yeah especially in that framed manner as well oh yes there's a start you know there's a process there's a system um and i've got follow-on works like you we all do um yeah. session summary sheets they sort of this is what we agreed <laughs> they're exactly. like oh, really <laughs> oh Ooh, Jay's this... holding me accountable again. I know, exactly. So, yeah. It's, we can it's be cool. their best friend or mostly hated by making them do stuff. I think during a session, one of those emotions and both preferably at the same time are really yeah. great. Yeah. Because then it uh, means I'm doing my job. Exactly. Whenever I have a sort of a face-to-face -face session, often my face-to-face -face ones are like four days. And uh, the first thing I do is is just sort of put out like the clip clipboard paper sort of thing and yeah. they're just and they're just thinking oh my god what have i got in store for them I and then i give them the pen that's one of the most powerful things i learned it's like yeah. i'm not doing this you're doing this I i'm always not say, writing you're yeah. writing i say at the start of everything you, you do have a pen and paper don't you yeah because that the power of writing it down mm. um i was listening to a great thing um the other day and it was Basically, you know, when we, we we write something down, we automatically filter, unless you speed yeah. write. I don't. So we filter the best bits. Then you've got to read it through again because you can't read your writing properly. And then I have to rewrite it because I'm a bit, you know, <laughs> an OCD freak. It's got to look neat. So yeah. by that time, I've learned it about four times. <laughs> exactly. But it's in there. It's in exactly. there. Hey, the good thing about getting older is it may take longer <laughs> to sort of like lodge. But once it's there... I know when I'm 98 in the sanatorium, I'll remember it. There you it's go. Great. When you got your glass of rose. Oh, oh you know me so well. You'll be living your best life, I have no doubt. Um, I'm living it already. <laughs> oh, I know. Jane, for you, what's next then? What's your what's your plan? Where, where do you want this to go? What sort of big ideas do you have for yourself? Well, I, I did used to have an idea of, um, until very, very recently, that I would love to take it onto the big stage mm -hmm. because I think I've got the personality yeah. to do that and there aren't many sort of good women who are yeah. not i'm not women or male focused you remind me a bit of um shelly ray charvet yeah maybe on a good day <laughs> yeah so i think i can do that and it's just how the vehicle now works and mm. again building your audience and all of yeah. this takes time um but in the meantime then hey i love my clients yeah and they, they're a bit like a rash I really can't get rid of them. <laughs> and they're not as in a paid front, but, you know, I had one, and he was like, messaged me about two years ago, and he went, you do realise you're always in my mind. I went, really? Does your was wife know this? Like 3am. Yeah, exactly, with, with, with a bottle of rose in. And he yeah. went, no, he said, because I can't unlearn, Jane, mm, what you powerful. told me. And it is. And you think, and I'm like, oh, I'm just a yeah. bit fluffy. Yeah, that bit's We don't know what we... we as much as we try, we don't really know to the full extent what we teach people. No. Because the um, power of coaching, I always find, isn't in the session. It's the know. it's the bit after the session when they're doing something or they walk home and they put the key in their door and they go, oh, something's changed. That's what she meant. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know, but then it's their version. And I yeah. think, and that's where I think being a coach is a huge wonderful massive responsibility yeah 100%. doing it well by the way I, yeah. I change lives i change careers i change businesses mm -hmm. and they can't go back yeah which is why i'm a big advocate of um doing training 
exactly even if you even if you've been coaching or mentoring within a business doing some sort of training is going to help you it's going to teach you things that you don't know yeah i think you've got to be very very careful and mindful of what you say how Mm -hmm. you deliver it because we have repercussions yeah and you know it's that's that's the scary bit and hence why i like it when more coaches get more you know training yeah exactly i i threw myself into shed loads of training yeah and, me too uh, i but i also did it for me when i remember the first time i did my uh nlp practitioner course i yeah. like went there and on the first day i thought oh my god this is gonna be great for business because i was already coaching i'd already done like my uh life coaching accreditation yeah. i was already in, in the mix and then i think day two i was bawling my eyes out going, <laughs> oh actually no this isn't this isn't for everyone else this is for no. me to work through some of my stuff right now exactly and, uh, i think we all come to uh, these trainings and like, I'm yeah. just about to start with this new coach and I know the first person to get benefit from it will be me. Yeah. How awesome. Um, but then, so will everybody else down the line. Uh, but no, it's, what's the one thing that once you've learned something, when, when you teach it, you learn it twice or three yeah. times or four. Yeah. So the benefits and I'm a strong believer the universe sends information and clients. And you think, I can be in the middle of a session going, is that about me or them? You know, so like, Hold on a minute. I yeah. need some air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I'm just, just going to make a coffee. Just, just hang yeah. on for five. I'm like, where, where did that come from? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I love all that. It's great. It, well, it's like that saying, is it? You've got to fill your, your own cup up first before you can help anyone else. Yeah, the fuller the better in the best yeah. possible way. Yeah. And then it's there's more to share. Exactly. Jane, listen, one of, one of my final, final questions to you is um, I would love to get maybe two or three bits of wisdom from you that can help a business owner right now that perhaps is struggling with the, perhaps struggle with that recent transition of the world that we currently live in. What would yeah. be some of the three key, two or three key things that they should be doing right now? Um, stand back from the situation take a really good hard look and see how you can pivot. It doesn't have to be huge to make a really, really big difference. Um, and if needed, get help. Don't do it on your own. Good mm. coaches are not you know, the piggy bank you think we are. Um, and it makes such a difference, you know, within weeks yeah. rather than, years just the acknowledgement of going actually i would love some help it, i think it's i probably didn't start doing that get, saying i want help till i was about 35 yeah um <laughs> that's you know that's a long time ago last um, week yeah awesome love you awesome um <laughs> but yeah once i started to say actually i need help yeah it changed and, and i now kept, and now i'm guessing it, it's it's just in your in your I don't life right about it. I yeah. don't even think about it because I just think, well, I don't have the skills for that. Mm-hmm. So I need to learn them. And, you know, it's a great way you can learn faster, better when yeah. somebody's been there. But you, they've got to have been there really, not yeah. just on paper. Yeah. Um, and that's the difference. So business now, it's a new, you know, normal. They've got to change when needed. Um, yeah. Some businesses are great. They don't need to. Some are doing so, so well. Others are going to struggle Massive. unless 
they, you know, have, yeah. uh, you know, a little hop out their comfort zone and, um, you know, find a new way. And uh, unfortunately, the ones that are struggling and the ones that don't hop out their comfort zone, don't take that step back and look at things when it all does kind of go wrong, which let's face it, it will at some point, uh, they, they will probably come up with every side of excuse reason why it went wrong. You know, They'll blame everybody. Rather, yeah, rather than going, actually, I could have done this differently. I mean, I, I was listening to Simon Sinek the other day, and bless him, he was saying, you know, we've been through similar things. And my first reaction was, no, we haven't. And then he went, well, think about when the internet started. Mm. Think about when Uber arrived yeah. on the pavement. Think about when Starbucks came into the high street and the local coffee shop shut. Yeah. Everybody blames Starbucks. And actually, what about where our own responsibility lies now is with us yeah. and what we can do to change. 100%. That is, the, the I think, the perfect way to finish up this podcast. Thank Excellent. you very much. Jane, I do have one more question. How do people get in touch with you? How can people find out more about you? Well, I'm, I'm on most media, but um, Jane Clare Coaching or just Jane Clare. If you search for it on, uh, that's my website, yeah, Jane Clare Coaching. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm doing a little bit on Instagram, but not much. Um, but that's where you'll find me. And uh, info at janeclarecoaching.com with a big smile. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Love it. Exactly. Jane, thank you so much for coming on Founders 365. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I've loved it. It's been awesome. Thank you, Stephen. Amazing. Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening and watching. This has been Founders 365.